I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Tons of news to talk about here today, Thursday on the program. You know what that means. And unfortunately, we got some some news here. I don't know if I should say it's it's uh, it's sad news, because according to WWE, he's going to be all right. WWE announced Wednesday, longtime star and current executive Paul Triple H Levesque suffered what they are calling a cardiac event last week. Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H, underwent a successful procedure last week at Yale New Haven Hospital following a cardiac event. The episode was caused by a genetic heart issue. Paul is expected to make a full recovery. No other details were provided. 52-year-old has been semi-retired since 2018, wrestling sparingly at events like WrestleMania and the Saudi Arabia Super Shows. Hasn't been in the ring since June 2019. Was in Vegas for SummerSlam weekend, led the open tryouts the company had there. Lebeck is WWE's executive VP of global talent strategy and development driving force behind NXT, which has been in the news lately due to philosophy changes led by his father-in-law, Vince McMahon, that include a new approach to recruiting and a new look. He's been married to Stephanie since 2003. They have three daughters. All the best to Triple H. I know nothing more than what has been announced a procedure expected to make a full recovery. I mean, according to what WWE has said here, that would all be good news. Hopefully everything turns out all right. And like I said, we don't know anything more about it other than what they wrote. Triple H has not said anything. Stephanie has not said anything. Uh, His account has been tweeting, uh, like forwarding stuff and that sort of thing, but uh, nothing other than that. So hopefully we'll get some sort of Good news coming up here in the next few days. But uh, that would also explain Vince McMahon being gone from Raw and SmackDown over the last couple of days. So once again, all the best to Triple H. More after the break, Wrestling Observer Live. Just as well to keep it. I get some game in store. You're with me now. We'll be again. Other points in between. And the cool, cool morning. Living right is easy. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts, advice from our parts professionals, and our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about our free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. As noted in the opening segment of the show here today, we have no updates other than what WWE posted about Triple H. Underwent a successful procedure last week at Yale New Haven Hospital following a cardiac event. Episode was caused by a genetic heart issue. Paul is expected to make a full recovery. That's it. That's all we know. So best wishes to him. And presumably, uh, when we get an update, we will bring that to you. 
I would presume we won't be the first to have an update on this. So follow the uh, WWE Twitter, and hopefully we'll get some updates here soon. Vince McMahon was not at the Raw show this week. I don't think he was at SmackDown either. So uh, very likely that is uh, because he was with Triple H. But I don't know that for sure, but that would be my guess. And uh, all the best to Triple H. If you want to text us here today, you're welcome to do so. We got a lot of news, 425-780-7566. I normally look through my text messages to see what's everybody talking about here. And uh, one of the top things everybody is talking about is, yes, John Moxley and Minoru Suzuki on Dynamite last night. And, uh, I mean, the, the gist of the story is last night was one of those shows where it is abundantly clear that this company has absolutely no shortage of talent. They have too much talent, quite frankly. I guess I shouldn't say too much because you can never really have too much talent. Uh, But, I mean, they've got so many people that they want to do so many things with that the elite was still in the ring at 940. And I thought, oh, man, it's 940, dude. And they kept doing their deal, and then they went to commercial, and they came back, and they did do the the quick rundown of all the matches coming up. And I'm looking at my watch going, bro, this show better have an overrun. And it didn't. And they hit Suzuki's music, and the fans are getting ready to sing. And then they cut the music, and they do Moxley's entrance, and he comes down to the ring. And literally, they got in the ring, and they start pounding on each other, and we went to a commercial break. And I know they got that little thing down there in the corner, but that ain't going to cut it, buddy. And then they go back to the ring, and we got like maybe three and a half, four minutes of John Moxie versus Minoru Suzuki. And then they just did the finish. It was like John just grabs him, and he gives him the Death Rider. And then he celebrates in the crowd, and they go off the air. I thought, man... How long is this guy going to be in town for? Can we do this again? Can we do this maybe at Arthur Ashe or something like that? But anyway, I was very sad. But yeah, there was a timing issue. There was just too much stuff on the show. And the main event, John Moxley, Minoru Suzuki, and John Moxley's hometown. And he's been looking forward to this match for a long time. Man, oh man. What can you do? These things happen, you know, and... Hey, it's like the the dynamite after the rampage where CM Punk debuted, where, you know, obviously people ripped that show, I think, pragmatically on paper. You know, they had a plan and they thought that plan was going to work. And obviously they came up short with that. Last night was an example of they put out a bunch of stuff, looked great on paper. And it was a pretty great show, not only on paper, but in execution. They hit all the big stuff they wanted to hit going forward. They featured everybody they wanted to feature going forward. The problem was they only had two hours and they had a lot to do. And it ended up being a little bit too much if you were looking to sing Kazani Nare. Some matches, some other things felt a little bit rushed. In hindsight, that Dan Lambert promo, as always, is fantastic. Maybe they could have cut it. Maybe they could have cut Moxley's entrance down a little bit, not had him come out of the back. If Obviously, it takes away some of the effect. But, again, it, it, they were just, unfortunately, they, they just ran out of time. And 
again, it's unfortunate because of how some things went. But for the most part, with the exception of obviously the big part of Minoru Suzuki's entrance that people would sing and the fact that the match was, it, it definitely felt rushed for anybody that's ever seen those two before. So it, it, it was not a whole, you know, a, a grand slam home run, but I still certainly think it was a home run of a show. MJF, again, everything that, that they wanted to accomplish, they accomplished last night, moving things forward. So that was definitely a, that was definitely a win. But yeah, it was unfortunate for those fans who, you know, they're they're going to have to go to the New Japan shows and see Minoru Suzuki face off against uh, Filthy Tom across the ring. They won't be cutting the entrance there. We'll get back to the AW show in a couple of news notes. First time since 2018, AW will bring pro wrestling back to Universal Studios, Florida. They will be doing a double dip, it says here, of dark tapings on Saturday. Two three-hour tapings at Soundstage 19. One starting at noon, one starting at 4.30. Limited tickets available for both sessions sold out in less than an hour. No matches or talents were announced. Unknown how many weeks of the Tuesday program the six hours will cover. Well, the shows are usually about 90 minutes to two hours, so I would say uh, each session would probably be two shows. But I guess they got to uh, tape Dark and Elevation, so uh, each taping will probably be... Uh, anyway, they got to tape a lot of stuff. <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out. And then we got the uh, whole history of uh, of the... MGM, Universal, Disney, Worldwide. So where WCW used to do it, and let me tell you something. I went to, uh, I went to, I saw the last, uh, I saw the main event of Rampage, okay? And it was in Chicago, and Punk was there, and the crowd was, was super hot and all of that. But I did hear a lot of people that were there, and they were like, my God. We sat through two hours of squash matches before Rampage started. And then they did another half hour afterwards. And so I think that this is going to be superior, where you get people in for Universal Studios, they watch the Dark and Elevation tapings, your, your Dynamite taping, you can do Dynamite and Rampage. If Rampage is a big show and it's going to go live, you can do Rampage and then tape a little bit before and a little bit after. But I did hear from people that were like, I'm not a big fan of necessarily watching two hours of dark tapings, then an hour of Rampage, and then another half hour of, of dark. So I think that this will be a, a far superior way to do these tapings. Yeah, and there, there may be some, I think for maybe a hardcore AEW fan, like a hardcore WCW fan, you'll see some people there and you'll look at the crowd and you, they're not reacting in the way that maybe you think they should be reacting. I mean, that, that could, could in theory happen uh, because you are bringing in people that are there for the park, not necessarily there for the wrestling. But unlike WCW, you know, the, where we've moved to with quote-unquote squash matches, you know, as far as the energy and some of the effort put in by the wrestlers, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a little bit different, but we'll see. We'll see how they update things. You know, obviously, for a lot of people, they grew up with those shows and Rhubarb Jones and, and everybody, uh, you know, taped at that studio. So we'll see. We'll see. It's an interesting move, but it's a it's a good one as far as I'm sure for them financially. And like you've mentioned, for the crowds that go to some of the dynamite shows, you know, and some of these TV tapings. I mean, these are very, very long nights where you're losing some of the crowd anyway. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it again. It's it's not certainly not the worst idea in the world. That's for sure. 
Ron Monday, second for the night on cable, 1.85 million viewers, 0.52 and 18 to 49. Uh, college football, you know how that goes. Rob beat the football game in women, 18 to 49, nearly doubled with men, 18 to 49, placed third for the night. Uh, news numbers were way down, showdown 3% in viewers. First to third hour drops 9% in women, 18 to 49, 9% in 18 to 49. First hour, basically 2 million viewers. Second hour, 1.84 million. Third hour, 1.75 million. And as we talked about on Wrestling Observer Radio last night, whatever you want to say about Raw and SmackDown and this and that, wrestling, with the exception of football, and of course when the NFL starts, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a big time. It's going to take a bite out of Raw. But with the exception of football, wrestling, whether it is WWE or AEW, is beating everything else on cable. So people are into wrestling. Back in a moment, Observer Live. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and 
let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Man, somebody was watching the uh, the video of the tour of F4W headquarters, uh-huh. and they asked if my net worth was still uh, $13 million. Well, uh, according to uh, NetWorthPost.org, and there is no better source of net worth information than NetWorthPost.org, my net worth is $17 million. What do you think about that? Don't even ask. My, don't even ask for the raise. Put in my information. See what you come up with. What does it say for me? You're not even gonna come up, brother. Let's find out. They know I'm getting paid by you. I think they know that your net worth is is uh, food stamps. Uh, nothing found. Sorry, but nothing matched your search terms. Please try again with some different keywords. I love it. Love it. I'm the EBT card of talk show hosts. The brokest podcaster you know right here. That is not true. I guarantee it. Let's try Dave Meltzer. Let's see what it says oh. for him today. Let's see what it says here. Last time I checked, I, I was... No, nothing for Dave Meltzer. Wow. No, nah, maybe they got the information on the other one or something. How'd I like get up there then? Anyway, who cares? I'm rich. Just like uh, Corbin. We're going to hang out together and eat Wagyu oh, yeah. beef. Yeah, happy Alvarez. You certainly came back with a... I mean, I'd oh. like to uh, hang out with him, but he blocked me. Did he really? Money can't buy an unblocking, apparently. Maybe maybe T-Bar can talk to him for you. Speaking of money, WWE has officially confirmed the signing of Gable Steveson. They announced this officially. Dave reported this last week. He's going to WWE, and, uh, you know, we haven't been reviewing NXT of late. But I have I have a couple of things I want to mention about NXT. Two exactly. Okay. Number one, I was I was alerted in advance, and uh, sometimes you're alerted in advance and things don't live up to the hype or whatever. But the debut of Julius and Brutus Creed, the Creed brothers, versus two geeks, Chucky Viola. What a great geek name! And <laughs> Paxton Avril. Oh God! What is it, Paxton Averill? That's Paxton a real name. Averill. This was oh my God! What a squash match this was. I cannot say that this was the greatest squash match I've ever seen because I have seen better. But my God, this is probably top ten. These two guys just brutalize these two blokes. And a funny thing, because I, I was talking to Dave about this, and there's there's two creeds, okay? There's Brutus Creed, who I guess if you watch a lot of NXT, Brutus Creed uh, would remind me, who would he remind me of? I don't want to say, Ridge Holland would be good. 
he's he's not super tall. He's thick. He's he's more of a Lesnar style guy. And then of course there is his his brother, who is uh, what's his brother's name? Julius, Julius and Brutus. What great names for two yeah, bad dudes. They're pretty great. So Julius reminds me more of uh, Duke Hudson. He's tall. He's a little skinnier. And uh, and of the two, like, I mean, me, I just thought Brutus was the man. But then I'm talking to Dave last night. He goes, oh, they're all really high on Julius. <laughs> I was like, what? And, you know, it's WWE. So in the words of Dave, Julius is taller and he's better looking. I'm like, oh my God, is this like a fashion show or something? Bro, I don't care who's good looking. I want to see I want to see the dude who can convince me that he's going to kill other dudes. And in the case of Brutus, he actually does kill other dudes. So, like, I was just watching this going, oh, well, of course Julius is the one that they're, ah, uh, whatever. Anyway, if I had a wrestling company, like, I'm hiring Brutus immediately and, like, you know, I don't know how good he is working a long singles match with a, a great worker, but I just have him squash guys every week. Who cares? Bring in a random Chucky Viola every week and have Brutus Creed kill him for like three straight years. That's a license to print money right there. If you had to put two guys together and make them NXT's Bill and Randy Mulkey, who would they be? Oh, I don't know. You think it would be this guy, this this uh, guy I'm, that they Dude, uh, this, this business is full of geeks, Mike. Mm-hmm. You know this. And the other thing I want to mention is uh, is the Bachelor Party segments. I was told you're going to either love it or you're going to hate it. Which is funny because Dave was ambivalent. He didn't love it or hate it. He was like the one guy. <laughs> I thought these segments were great. And they were great because if you watch a lot of main roster WWE, they have these stupid segments. And you watch them and it's like it's infuriating because you know that they thought the segments were good and they're just like horrible. These bachelor party segments, the whole, I mean, everybody involved from, from Borash who put the things together to everybody involved. I mean, they all knew exactly what it was. And that is wacky, goofy, come. They're all in on the joke. When you watch it, you're in on the joke. And like, if you're going to do goofy segments, I prefer a goofy segment that's supposed to be goofy as compared to a segment that's supposed to be serious, but it's like horribly goofy, and you can't even believe it made television. It was somebody thinking it was like a good idea. The other thing is, I don't want to put the guy over too much. I don't want him to get a big head. But Jeremy Borash is unquestionably the best booker in all of WWE. Yes. If you can get the creep from the creep farm... Over with me. Oh, God. You're the greatest. Am I wrong? Dude, Dexter Loomis, I have totally turned the corner on Dexter Loomis. And I used to, and you all know, I used to hate Dexter Loomis. But these segments, and, and him over the last few weeks, he's, he's, and this is obviously, I mean, They've gotten rid of the Adam Coles, and I mean NXT is totally changing. Next week it's going to be the big Rainbow Show, like it's part of the Blues Clues reunion. I mean it's not what it used to be, but he is now he should be in the Diamond Mine because now he's a diamond in the rough. Oh my 
Oh, man. Dude, this stuff was so good. Am I wrong? Did anyone else see this? Am I wrong about this? I'm not wrong. Oh. This stuff was so great. Anybody? Look, just because you come around to Dexter Loomis now doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're doing, like, high art and great thespian work. I mean... They are. Did you watch it? Look. Did you watch uh, it? This no. Okay, well then, don't bury it if you didn't watch it. Trust me on this one. Oh, Brian, this is for the last couple of weeks. Bro, they got a really nice Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. I didn't say I wasn't going to watch it. I watch it every week. The last couple of weeks, I said I wasn't going to give it full coverage on this show because it was pointless. Changed. Nothing has changed. It's a fish out of water routine. No, with Dexter, it's totally changed. Nothing has changed. It's still fish out of water stuff with him sitting there with the looks on his face. And the one thing that you said that is absolutely right, and I was thinking this when you were talking about it right off the bat, was I hope they know what they have with Jeremy Boresh, and I believe that they do. Uh, he Everything that he seems to be a part of or he is reported to be a part of is fantastic. The aesthetics are great. It looks great. It tends to be entertaining. They they let John Carlo and they let people go that were tied into social media because of redundancy issues. I'm not saying he's the reason why, but all of a sudden those GCW BLP shows over the weekend on Fight TV started looking a whole hell of a lot better. And I'm thinking there, boy, I wish Jeremy Borash was on the open market and could do something with somebody other than WWE. But hopefully, again, they know what they have with him. I hope he's happy there because... He is one of the understated MVPs of the re- the entire wrestling business. Bro, this guy should get votes he never gets for best up. booker. You know, you know what I'm talking about? He should. Let me tell you something, everybody. Let me tell you what they did with Loomis, okay? When oh, Loomis boy. first started, the problem with the Loomis character is it was supposed to be a serious character. I think. Like, they, they portray him as like a serial killer and a creep, and he does all this goofy stuff, and we're... I think we're supposed to be like... It's supposed to be like a serious character, it was just like it did, totally did not work, but now, now, they go to his bachelor party, and uh, and they go to of all places, one of those places where you throw axes, okay? And I think it was Johnny Gargano. The Viking Raiders set this up. Gargano or somebody goes. Anybody know how to hand? Anybody here know how to handle an axe? And they cut to Dexter Loomis with his, and he just holds up his hand because of course he knows how to use an axe. He's a serial killer. But now it's like you're in on the joke. Now it's a, it's a, anyway, and he's thrice, he teaches Johnny how to throw an axe. And so Johnny throws the axe and he hits it right in the middle because he got taught by like a, uh, axe killer. Anyway, at the end of the show, <laughs> at the end of the show, Johnny and, and Dexter Loomis, like Johnny doesn't like Dexter, but they have so much fun at this bachelor party that Johnny and, and Dexter, their hands are this close apart. And somebody shoves Johnny, and so their hands hit in slow motion. And then they, oh, and then they cut to Johnny, and Johnny kind of goes, Let's have a wedding! Now he's on the same page with Dexter. He's all excited for him. and any- I hope they don't screw up the wedding. But next week is the new... Oh, I can't yeah. even think about it. It was so good, though. It was so good. This guy should be making like $10 million. To save the show. Anyway. I said I was going to talk about AEW, but I'll talk about that next. I'm trying to think if there was anything on AEW as good as the Bachelor Party. <laughs> there was, but it was like totally different. You know what I'm saying? It was a totally different kind of excitement. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Microban 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microban 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microban 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microban 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, you nerds. Fine. Bunch of Tony Schiavone's out there. Let's what? do this dynamite report. Bunch of bunch oh, I didn't of like the NXT segment I didn't watch. Brian's just an idiot. We don't watch where's that my, show where's my, where's my Where's my payroll? Uh, I'm NXT Brian payroll Alvarez. Stuff. We don't watch NXT. You're I'm an idiot. not watching it. We don't You're have an to watch it anymore. Absolute idiot. I never, That's what you I said never on this show, said, dummy. I never That's once what you said. said. Nope. Yes, you did, idiot. You're an idiot. 
You're no. an idiot and a gimmick. Yes, I you are. We because you said we are not it, going to review but I said, it on this show. I said so why we'd would I watch, watch it every it before week. this show? I said we'd, I'd watch it every week, and if no, there was anything did, important, no, I would we, talk about it. You just changed it again. Find, find it, guys. Go back and find it. You phony ass. You're a Get to numbness. it. Dynamite. Let's go. Malachi Black, Dustin Rhodes. They had a, a good match, which unsurprisingly, Malachi Black won. Kind of botched the uh, the kick there at the end, but... They did what they had to do. He got sent into the buckle and then kicked and pinned. And Dustin's bleeding all over because he's Dustin. And that was that. Eddie Kingston promo where he called out Miro. So basically, they're going to run this match again. And there is still time for Eddie Kingston to beat Miro at Arthur Ashe Stadium in uh, in New York. It'd be the greatest. It would be, be the greatest. Gotta be. They Gotta be. Do it. That was the first thing I thought of when Brian Danielson came out on All Out was Eddie Kingston's got to win that title now. Now you don't have any debuts. What do you do for that show? How great would it be, Eddie Kingston, New York guy, to do that in Queens? It's just, it's right there. Too easy. Do it. You guys on the chat are so dumb. I mean, I flat out said I was going to review NXT because I review it every week with Dave. How am I going to review it with Dave on Wednesday if I don't watch the show? Because you told all of these people that you called dumb. one time. You're a horrible person. I didn't call them all dumb. dumb. Yes, you did. The non-listeners. You told these people that we would not be reviewing or talking about it on this show. We were going to replace that with other things. I did, and I replaced it with the Ring of Honor, and I said if anything important happens— which I probably said I doubt, but I said if anything important happens, I will talk about it, and I'm going to. Sorry, listen better next time. CM Punk came out, and uh, CM Punk, what's next, his wife uh, texted him. And the answer is Team Taz. And I believe that his first, I don't know this, but based on what they did on the show, I believe it will begin with Hobbs. I think he's going to be first, because Ricky Starks is uh, still feuding with Brian Cage, and I don't think Hook is going to debut quite yet. Uh, on Dynamite, at least. So I believe that that's what it's going to be. What a first opponent for Hook on Dynamite, though. Which, by the way, it. yes, it would be quite the opponent. But he needs to go on a tear. He needs to go on a tear from day one. It's Hook, dude. Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Dante Martin. And the idea here was to showcase Martin, but then Hobbs is going to get a big win because, of course, Hobbs is going to be uh, feuding with Punk. And everything was going good. It was a great big man, little man match. And then Dante does a dive. And uh, it didn't even look like it went that wrong, but it went very wrong. And uh, and Hobbs' head snaps, and then he hits his head on the, on the ground, and he was out of it for a while. And they get back in the ring. I don't think Dante knew because he starts throwing kicks at Hobbs' head. And then they only went a very short amount of time, and then Hobbs grabs him and just spine-bustered the hell out of him and pinned him. And uh, apparently Hobbs was, was all right later in the evening, but that was uh, that was pretty scary there for a while. What was also scary is at the beginning, Hobbs ran him over with that Vader thing, and it sounded like their heads clunked together. This was a scary match. MJF does the oldest of old-school cheap heat promos, but man... You know, you don't see a lot of cheap heat anymore because it was always frowned on. But now he's bringing it back, and so it's new, and people are furious. No. And he's burying Brian Pillman's Aunt Linda, and Pil- the the original Loose Cannon Brian Pillman's daughter is there at ringside. And, of course, out comes uh, Brian Pillman Jr., 
to uh, to make the save, and they end up beating him down, and they beat down Griff Garrison, and they lay him out. I'm going to talk about this more here in a while. Ruby Soho defeated Jamie Hayter, and I need to watch this match again. I must not have been paying attention. I thought the match was fine. A lot of people said the match was not fine. Uh, a lot of botched spots. Ruby Soho ended up getting the win. So uh, Ruby and Britt Baker is coming up at some point for the title, obviously. We had the Pinnacle uh, defeating the Dark Order. Cash Wheeler, he's fine. No mention whatsoever of, of potentially needing to retire due to nerve damage. So that was an angle shot for the one match. And Pinnacle wins. And then we had the big Dark Order uh, breakup. I don't know if it was a full breakup, but they all got in a fight. And the women come out and they're disgusted with these guys. And I don't know where this is going, but I do not think that this is leading to Bray Wyatt returning to unite and be the leader of the Dark Order. I still am quite confident that Bray Wyatt is not coming in. I would not be surprised if this led to Hangman Page returning to bring the Dark Order back together again. As the Midnight Rider. I don't know about the Midnight Rider, <laughs> but uh, you Actually, could... Cody would be the one that would ride back in from there filming his uh, TV shows and whatnot to get revenge on Malachi Black. I guess that would be a way. It'll be interesting to see how Cody comes back from that and how he exacts his revenge. If he's just the uh, American nightmare or he actually comes back, you know, with a little bit of a twist to his character to get revenge on this guy who's murdering his whole family. We had the Elite and the Brian Danielson promo. Which, of course, Adam Cole comes out, and he puts over everybody in the Elite, and then Danielson's music hits, so Omega sends everybody out of the ring so he can have the stare down with Danielson. They're obviously going to this match fairly quickly, because they pretty much asked the fans, you want this match? And shockingly, they said yes. So then uh, everybody, go uh, Brian goes after Omega, and the Elite hits the ring. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt brawling with Brandon Cutler. There's a big schmoz, and Danielson lays out Cutler, and uh, and everyone, of course, is happy. But that meant, unfortunately, that they had to rush John Moxley, Minoru Suzuki. We saw about four minutes of this match. And, I mean, you're not going to get much of a better four minutes. I mean, they absolutely beat the hell out of each other. Suzuki's eyes all busted up. He's bleeding from his eyes. Ah, going crazy. And then Moxley pins him with a paradigm shift and uh, celebrates as the show goes off the air. Very disappointing. I hope they can somehow do it again. I don't know if they're gonna, but that certainly would be ideal. And uh, that's how the show ended. Now, I'm going to do a uh, spoiler here for Rampage. One spoiler. It is for the uh, Max Caster versus Brian Pillman Jr. in Cincinnati match. <laughs> I'm warning you now, if you don't want to be spoiled, turn off the show. If you don't care about being spoiled, well, let's talk about it here. Brian Pillman Jr. wins. Now, the reason I bring this up should be obvious. So, you know, we watch WWE and uh, and dudes get beaten up in their hometown and they're laid out and they're left laying and blah, blah, blah. And we used to talk about how stupid it is. Well, on this Dynamite, Brian Pillman Jr. did in fact get laid out in his hometown front of the Cincinnati fans he was he was left lane now the 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 dummies the uh sub 90 IQ are gonna say oh here we here we go Brian's on the payroll 
because they are, in fact, dumb enough to believe that I am on the payroll. But let me explain something to you. This was excellent. Because, like everything in wrestling, there are things that are done that are stupid, but they are not inherently stupid. In the old days, uh, people used to get beaten down in their hometowns regularly. Why? Well, because they were running, perhaps weekly, in the same hometown. If you're going to beat somebody up in their hometown on Monday, and then you're going to come back the following Monday for that person to get their revenge, that's the point of beating them up in their hometown. WWE does the deal. Oh, let's beat up Daniel Bryan in, in, uh, in Seattle. And then we're not going to be back to Seattle for another year. Well, that's stupid. All you did was you just made the fans unhappy. Brian Pillman Jr. got beaten up in Cincinnati, okay, to lead to the main event in Cincinnati on this same evening if you were there live and on Friday if you're watching on TV, and he's going to win because the idea was you beat down the hometown guy and then the hometown guy in the same city if you were there live on the same night, if not uh, two days later, is going to come back and he's going to get a giant victory and be a conquering hero. That's how you do beating up somebody in their hometown. Not to mention, if you were watching, if you, let's just in a, in, a, in a vacuum, the Wednesday night show, well, they beat up one guy in his hometown, and the show ended with another guy in his hometown getting a giant victory for all of Cincinnati. This is how it's supposed to be done, and this is how to do it right. I don't know. I haven't seen Rampage, obviously. But uh, Brian Pillman Jr. got uh, four segments last night. Uh, the interview segment, the, uh, the beatdown, another interview segment, and then I think he's got an interview segment and a, beat and, a, and a victory on Rampage on Friday. So everything that they did for Brian Pillman Jr., was done to get over Brian Pillman Jr. and also build Brian Pillman Jr. to have a big match on a show with, I think it's at 16,000 people now at Arthur Ashe. It might be at 17,000 now. Obviously, he's going to lose to MJF, but he's going to win, 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 and be a hero, hero, hero before finally doing the job to the guy who's much higher up in the pecking order. thought it was great. And I, he was know, great. And I thought that thing is i think his poise is really good you see where he's got a long way to go and that's those promos and that's getting comfortable in the situation of doing those types of skits and those types of you know him and griff garrison both and that's why i hope you know if this was wwe they would have already had him broke up i look at julia hart griff and brian pillman and they all have in their own ways a long way to go pillman seem you know has the most experience in the ring and i think you know I'm not saying that he's there, but he is very solid. But it's just the rest of the game that needs to step itself up. And maybe it was a little bit too much last night with, with giving him verbiage, but he looks like such a star. And it was in Cincinnati, and it came across so well. So hopefully they don't pull a trigger on them too early, and they want to pull Pillman away because I don't think he's ready. And I think they probably know that too as far as him being comfortable out there. But you can see all of the tools and you can just see, imagine what this kid is going to be like, you know, 10 years from now when he does have a lot, a ton more experience and he is a lot more refined. 
So that was the Dynamite show. We'll get the uh, ratings here in a while. They may be delayed a little bit because of the uh, holiday Monday. You know how it is at Nielsen. Like, it's bizarre. You know this how it is. is. weird. But I presume we'll get them here soon. And uh, Hey, I wonder, before, before you go on, when's the last time we've had the sons of two former NFL players go at each other? Because Max Caster's father, obviously... Uh, maybe not obviously to people was a, a former tight end in the NFL and obviously Brian Pillman Jr. is who he is so I wonder when the last time that's happened maybe they can have a football game together and, well if Jeremy Borash is there and Dexter Loomis is coaching then you'll probably think oh it's great. man if if uh, Cameron Grimes could be in uh, Pillman's the owner. corner He's and, the owner box <laughs> yeah have uh, have whoever Dexter eh, Dexter's a baby face though anyway NXT on, uh, apparently I was the only guy that liked the show, 601,000 viewers, uh, down 16.2% from last week. 31st on cable with a .14, which means Rampage on Friday at 10 p.m. doubled NXT in the demo Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the USA Network. Not a good number. But hey, everything changes next week. Colors. Your new rainbow bright episode of NXT starts next Wednesday. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Uh, three things very quickly, so I got to go, go, go. Brandon Thurston reporting $1.32 million for Dynamite on Wednesday. Wow. Get that confirmed, but I presume it's correct. 1.32 million viewers, which means they probably had segments that topped 1.5 million. So the quarters are going to be very, very interesting. But we'll have more on that on the front page here in a little while. Brian Pillman Jr. also tweeted today, At a bizarre turn of events, the encounter between my pregnant sister and MJF sent my sister into contractions. She's <laughs> oh, about no. to have a baby at any time, oh. which may be the same birthday as Pillman Jr. And wow. finally, our own Andrew Zarian, uh, moments ago, uh, says uh, these dates at this point are finalized. But they've been changed before. But at this point, the SmackDown draft will be taking place on October 1st. The Raw draft will be taking place on October 4th. And the SmackDown season premiere, which I believe will kick off the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring, or whatever they're calling it, will take place on October 8th. So a lot of news to talk about over the next couple of days, everybody. I'll be up later on tonight with Vinny. We'll talk about AEW and Ring of Honor. And uh, I told Vinny to watch the uh, squash match as well, so we might get some thoughts from him on that. That's right up his alley. But that'll be tonight at uh, WrestlingObserver.com or Video.F4WOnline.com. If you're a top-tier YouTube subscriber, Video.F4WOnline.com. And uh, back here tomorrow with more news. I want to thank the Twitch homies today, all of our uh, friends over there on Twitch, twitch.tv slash F4WVideo. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, Good old Dom is going to be visiting and and giving a granny rating to my uh, cauliflower risotto and uh, and wagyu ribeyes at some point down the road. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live.